Of note, this was pre-recorded early in the NFL football season. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. I am your host, Dr. Weta L. Brown. I inspire and promote movement. I explain how running adds to life from a mental wholeness aspect, how obstacles can be overcome in life to make it to your finish line. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy, episode three. Today we have my special friend, Samantha Danielle, joining us today. After graduating from East Carolina University School of Nursing, Samantha Danielle pursued a Master in Business Administration with a concentration in healthcare management. Her goal of becoming a pediatric hospital administrator was deferred when she fell in love with wedding planning. While living in Durham, North Carolina, she opened Bliss by Sam BBS Weddings and Occasions in 2005. She then moved herself and the firm to Chicago in 2012. As a planner, Samantha recognized the importance of champagne within the wedding industry. The drink itself and the region of Champagne, France became a passion of hers. She decided to close BBS in 2018 and is now pursuing certification as a Master's of Champagne through the Wine Scholar Guild. Samantha resides in Chicago, Illinois, and her friends say she is like a tourist. She loves all things Chicago, even the Chicago Bears, which is her number two team. Her favorite places are Soho House and Millennium Park. She also enjoys attending church. We actually go to the same church fellowship. She enjoys cheering for the Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, (laughs) and traveling internationally. I have known Samantha for over five years. She is my soror. We are both members of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. She is a friend and a fellow football fanatic. Running is Cheaper Than Therapy, the podcast, is about my love of running and other sports. It is also about my passions. And I am passionate about football. While I don't play, I am one of the biggest spectators ever. No, I don't play fantasy football, but I not only love my team, and my team is the Philadelphia Eagles, I love football. While I pride myself of being a football fanatic, my friend Samantha may be a close second, although she chose the wrong team. (laughs) Today, we will talk about the best spectator sport there is, football. Welcome, Samantha Danielle. Let's start with, why do you love football? I love football because when I first started watching football, which was in 1995, the guy I was dating at the time was a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so that's probably going to be one of your questions. But mm-hmm. before we get all the way into that, I would just say that that was such an exciting time 
I think, in football. So that's where I started to, you know, really love the game, learn the game, learn the, you know, players, positions and stuff like that. And so I think I just love football because it's just so, it's exciting to me. So how long were you with this young man? And you did not advise for you to love football and just, and just <laughs> You know, <laughs> we dated on and off for about two or three years. Mm-hmm. But I tell everyone that's why he came into my life. You know, everything for a reason and a season. So his season is over, but his reason definitely was to make me a fan of America's team and the greatest team on earth. <laughs> Were you living in North Carolina then? Yeah. So I was in North Carolina, I was in undergrad. And so now people fail to remember, not anymore, but kind of at that time, the Panthers were like a fairly new team. Mm-hmm. So in North Carolina, a lot of North Carolinians are either Redskins fans or Cowboys fans because the Cowboys and the Steelers, as you know, were the teams that were on TV. And so that's why even both of those teams have a lot of fans, you know, across the world because they were able to get television time. And then when I was living in North Carolina, you know, I always said the Panthers was my number two team. Mm-hmm. And but since I moved to Chicago, I made the Bears my number two team. So it's kind of like Cowboys will always be number one, and then wherever I live will be number two. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, how I fell in love with football, like you mentioned, Steelers and the Cowboys were – got national coverage because I grew up in Mississippi and my grandfather was a diehard Cowboys fan. My dad was a diehard Steelers fan and they used to argue on Sunday. That was my first recollection. (laughs) And I had the time, I mean, I really was a casual fan. I went with with my dad and the Steelers, but I really didn't attention to football when I was growing up. I really started loving football when I was in Philadelphia. Okay. I did a sports medicine fellowship and I had to cover teams. Football, college football, high school football. And I had to stand on the sidelines and I had to pay attention to see if my athletes got hurt and pay attention so I wouldn't get hit by a football or somebody running to the sideline. So I started asking the trainer, I'm like, what does this mean? Like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I really understood the basics, you know, touchdown, field goal, the points. I didn't understand anything else. But he explained to me actually what football meant and then talking to the players as well. Yeah. I became a Eagles fan because Philadelphia is like a diehard sports fan city Mm -hmm. Chicago is I think Philadelphia is more so I think so too crazy especially at the old stadium they say they used to have a court in a jail I don't know if it's true or not because it used to get a little rowdy especially Mm -hmm. when they played the Cowboys so (laughs) yeah that's how I became a diehard football and Eagles fan and Michael Vick actually stayed in my building when I lived in Philly. And he oh, was a cool guy. When I ran into him in the 
elevator, he actually used to entertain my elevator talk. He actually <laughs> signed a jersey that I had for a silent auction that when I was raising money for breast cancer, which okay. was the highest, I got the most funds from his jersey. So Yeah, for sure. I will always be a big fan, you know, mm-hmm. always be an Eagles fan. And mainly it was because of him. Yeah. And it's the city. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's funny that you mentioned like the sports medicine because now I remember I probably had a base of loving football even before, you know, I started dating that guy because in high school, to your point, I took a sports medicine class mm-hmm. and I was assigned to the football team. Okay. I remember it was me and another girl named Charity. And the biggest thing was like we were in high school. So of course, like when we went to away games, we had to like ride in the front of the bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, can't be having no mess. But <laughs> to your point, I do remember kind of getting like the basics of the game. And it was cute. Like if one of the players would get hurt, like we would run out there. I had no clue what we were doing but it was cute to kind of like run out on the field and be like you okay and there a lot of times they was faking they want to get right on up but yeah yeah and I remember you know sometimes you know people ask you like if you weren't doing what you were doing what would you want to be doing and one of my answers is always I would love to be like a NFL sports position you know like their game day position. I would love to do that. Yeah. Game day. Yeah. I think that's fun. I think there is one woman who does it, right? From Miami? There are also a lot. The Redskins head position is a female. When um, okay. Alex Smith had his horrible injury. Yeah. She helped basically mend him and now he can play again and from the special, I haven't seen the special. I just saw clips of it. Okay. Talk about his injury was like a wartime injury. It was so bad. His yeah, extra. Yeah, for sure. I think there's one for the Dolphins too, but don't quote me on that. But yeah, that would be that in another life for sure. Why do you love football so much? And just you're more than a average casual fan and. Some people, I don't know, think women don't really know football. It's yeah. To me, when I run into people at bars and stuff, and they yeah, for sure. When I actually know what I'm talking about, um, <laughs> what makes you love the game so much? This is a good question because I'm kind of thinking about it from the perspective of like, why do I love it more than something else? Right? Because we already talked about. Like, I think it's exciting. I, for me, football, because there is just so many different plays that you can run, right? There's just so many options. You never know what they're going to do. And I hope basketball fans don't kill me. But to me, at the end of the day, I know there's kind of like different setups for basketball. And it's probably way more intricate than I understand. But to me, it's like you running up and down the court to put the ball in the basket. You know, you're going to set it up. I agree. Like, I would love to see a 
playbook for the Dallas Cowboys versus the Dallas Mavericks? Just number of pages. I'm just curious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Probably it's totally different. Yeah, and it's so many different positions. Like I was watching the game last night for Thursday night football and a position that you don't see often, fullback. There's not a lot of fullbacks in the league, you know, and when they said fullbacks last night, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's just based on, like, the way the game is changing, how they're using the different positions and stuff. But there's so many, and then you have, like, coaches for all those positions. So it's like the head coach, quarterback coach, wide receivers coach. You know, like every position also has a coach. And then, you know, the O-line, D-line. I think just because there's so many moving parts that makes it interesting. And so, yeah, I think that's why I love it more than I probably love, like, other sports. They just don't seem to be as complicated as football to me. And I think that's what I love about it is you know at the end of the day it's there's so many different ways to get to that those six points i agree yeah and I, I agree. yeah and i like it because it's just it's the ultimate team sport like now we have no idea who's gonna win the super bowl i mean people had their predictions of course they yeah. are you know the year but with basketball Maybe not so much this year, but you kind of know who's going to basically make it at least two teams. You know who's going to make it. It's like the team with the best players usually wins in basketball. Yeah. Football, it's, I mean, you got to have a quarterback, but it's more like it's the ultimate team sport. You got to have a quarterback has to have somebody to throw to. You got to have good coaching. You got and then like in the winter time, the playoffs, you gotta have a good running game. I mean, it's like yeah, like you said, it's so many moving parts. Yeah. yeah. And I like the history too. Not that basketball or baseball. I mean, I love watching like old games from back in the mm-hmm. day. So I just love the history and just different teams. I went to the Hall of Fame and this one guy was like, well, there's not that much evil stuff in there. I'm like, I like football. I don't just, <laughs> I'm not just like a fan of a team. Yeah. I like yeah. football. Yeah. So, and, and then, go ahead. Now I was going to say, and to your point too, as far as like it being an ultimate team sport and just not being like so back-to-back as far as championships. I mean, it happens, but you're right because if you look at like the rings the Cowboys have, it's like across different years. Same things with the Steelers, right? Like it's across different years. But in basketball, somebody can definitely make a run of it, like the Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Lakers, the Celtics. This is like back to back. You know, the Bulls, right? The yeah. '90s was for the Bulls. It was they had the Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, because they had Jordan. <laughs> And, and they had a team too, yeah. but they had Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right. But to your point, it's like back to back to back, you know, those three peaks. And has anybody ever three peated in football? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. You even think about the dynasty of football. You think about the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Still, I mean, even though they were good with Brady and Belichick, mm-hmm. it wasn't a given that they were going to make it to the Super Bowl. No. And then when they made it, when they given it, they go in. That's why I, I'm not a Giants fan, but I appreciate the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I will always be an Odell fan. Do you hear me? And I will never forget Super Bowl in 2008 where I was going to turn off the television because I'm like, they were going to win. And I'm so glad I watched the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Anyway. So you play fantasy football. I do. Are you playing this year? I'm actually not. And I miss it already. Like, I regret not playing this year. And that's only just because I needed to focus on just some career things. And the thing about fantasy football, it takes time. Like, you're looking at, you know, draft sheets and draft kings and Yahoo Sports. And you have to keep up with who's on who now. Like, you forget Jason Witten ain't a cowboy no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> you like, oh wait, I gotta pick a Raider. <laughs> what attracts you to fantasy? I love football, um, but I can't get into fantasy. What makes you attracted to the thing about fantasy football is it makes you watch games differently because now you're rooting for teams that you probably would have never rooted for. Just for points. See, I have that's to me that's not pure football. See, that's, like you put Brady on your team because you know he's gonna score, but yes, ma'am. I hate him even though. Yes, ma'am. So, but I could not pick him. Yes, you would. That, that's not pure football. Yes, that's why I can't play it. Let me tell you, and it's not. It is. <laughs> you putting all your ego and your egos aside, okay? I think I for, for everything, because I promise you, if you can get Tom Brady as your quarterback, you're going to do it. You know what I mean? And so it's about, listen, I have had a lot of Eagles on my fantasy teams, a lot of Redskins, too. A lot of the- I don't hate the Cowboys. I just don't like most of the fans. You're an exception. So Now, that's definitely the draw with fantasy is it makes you, to me, I feel like it makes you a better sports fan, seriously, because now sometimes you end up with players you don't know, because if you have a certain league, the good players are going to go fast. So now you're looking at players that you might not know anything about. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, who's this? You know. I can't even think of a name, but just some random name of some person that you ended up, the wide receiver that you ended up with, right? I agree. I will be sad. And you're watching them, and you're like, oh, okay. I'm just going to use Allen Robinson, which I'm sure a lot of Bears fans probably know him. But, you know, you end up with an Allen Robinson, and it's like, who's this guy? I don't even really, like, with my number two teams, I follow them overall. I don't know them like I know my number one team, right? So now you're watching these teams and just like in more depth. 
and it's all about the points. But it's fun now. It's fun. And I'm telling you, fantasy is just like that Super Bowl where it's like week to week. You don't know who's going to win. People perform differently. That's true. It's crazy. You got to switch people in and out. So you have to pay really, really close attention to the game in order to do well in fantasy. Unless you're just going to do auto draft. And that's no fun. I understand, but I just can't get into it. And people yeah. think, because when I start talking about football and random players, they think yeah. like fantasy. I'm like, oh, I just like. Yeah. So, but I can't get into it. I mean, but you can get into it and just pick players that you like. No, it's, so it just seems like you're cheering for people, not teams. And it's just, to me, that's just sack football. Like, it's like. <laughs> oh. It's like, I don't, yes. I don't know. It's just okay, like, but you're getting into it. That's a good point. That's a good point because there have been times where I've had like an eagle on my team that I need to get a lot of points, but I didn't want the eagle to win. So, like, I think you have you might cheer for your player, you might cheer for your yeah, offense, you yeah. your defense. So like, I want him to get five touchdowns, but then I need the other team to get like six. Yeah, see, I just that just seems like stack football to me. I just can't get into it. Maybe one day, but yeah, you should try it. I think I think you'd like it. Do you watch college football at all? So rarely. I'm starting to get into it more. I think the past maybe two years, and honestly, I have to admit that you're part of the reason for that. Me too. <laughs> we started, you know, hanging out and, and watching football together. And because you're a Bama fan, right? Roll Tide. That's right. Yeah. So I think because of that, I've like caught a couple of their games. Now, it's funny. Like, I went to East Carolina and we have amazing football atmosphere. So I went to a lot of football games in college, but for some reason, I just never got into the bigger aspect of college football. Well, let me back that up. It's probably because I lived in ACC country. So, you know, yeah, y'all football. Y'all are basketball, other than Clemson, maybe. Yeah. So it's weird. Like, I'm a huge college basketball fan, right? So I watch college basketball over the NBA. I watch NFL over. <laughs> College football. Yeah. But I'm starting to just get into it a bit more now. Started watch depends on the players too. Like I recently started watching a bit more of Ohio State because of Zeke. You know, Ohio State's been the rapper, but I know, but I didn't want to watch it before, but now I'm I know Zeke, but yeah, I'm sorry. Zeke is too much. Anyway. Zeke's too much. <laughs> Listen, I didn't really watch what I went to Florida AM, so our football team, yeah, okay. HBCUs, we go to watch the band, really. We want our team to win, but it's not, yeah. we really don't watch football the same yeah. way. Like, I didn't watch football the same way I do now. Yeah. I started watching college. My mother, which is really funny to me. Used to watch college football on Saturdays. I thought she just had it on TV, but 
just by talking to her, she actually paid attention and, and actually knew about the game. Because mm-hmm. a lot of her, um, she was a counselor, so a lot of her students played football, and a couple of them actually went pro. Nice. So, Victor Green he used to play with the Jets. That's the one I remember that actually went pro. Okay. And they kept in touch. So I started paying attention a little bit, and on Saturday there's nothing on, so I started mm-hmm. watching. But I'm not as like on Sunday. I used to plan my day around like what time my team played. So, which I'm a little too busy now, but I have Sunday tickets so I can watch on my phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to go to a bar to actually see the Eagles since they never play them here. Yeah. So. What do you say to people who say you can't have number one, number two teams and all of that, like you're not a true fan? I don't even listen to that garbage because I'm just like, I think it's a matter of personal opinion. And as you can hear my opinion, I just said it's garbage. <laughs> you tell me that all the time. You can't have a number one and number two team. And to your point, I don't know if I don't know a lot of men who have a number one and number two team, but I feel like me and my female friends who enjoy sports, we have like one, two, and three. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I think it's okay because you have different reasons why you might love a team. You know what I mean? So. Like I said, I have my reason for loving the Cowboys. Yeah, I still but, don't. but I, um, love, I know, I know, but I still don't understand why you like. It. <laughs> but I love all things Chicago. So the Bears are Chicago. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I I understand what you're saying. But so you left the Carolina, you left them alone. Yeah, I left them alone. Plus, Cam yeah. was starting to get on my nerves. He's gone anyway. So yeah. He's gone now, but he's gone. He just I know. I know. Yeah. I, lo- I like him, though. <sighs> I don't know. I go back and forth with him. I like my number one team is the Eagles. Yeah. And I cheer for the Steelers because my dad and my brother is a diehard. Mm-hmm. And my godson is a diehard Steelers fan. Yeah. Stick to everywhere. And. The Saints, that's like my hometown team because um, Mississippi, we don't have a team, and that's the closest thing. It's, it's 10 million. Okay, right, right. But I can't cheer for the Bears. I tried when I first moved here, but I really have no love for them. I mean, I don't hate them, but I really. What is it about the Bears that you can't get behind? I mean, when I first got here, I, actually, I liked Forte. I loved Peanuts. Yeah. What's that I like? See, I love Lovey. And then I couldn't stand Cutler, though. But all of them are gone. So, and okay. I don't really like none of the players now. I mean, or the coach, and I just can't really get into it. So Yeah, I gotcha. I mean, not that I cheer against yeah. them. Yeah, but you answered your own question. You answered the question of, like, you have reasons why you love people just kind of based on, like, your life experiences, right? So 
you have a reason for loving the Steelers and you have a reason for loving Nola. You know what I mean? So I think most women can get behind that. And we have, I think, I don't know if, well, I mean, men are definitely emotional when it comes to football, but I don't know. I feel like what we're speaking about is emotional sides, right? Yeah. And I don't know if they need to have that many. (laughs) (laughs) They got their one and done. Yeah, and some of them get so upset. Like, one of my friends I used to watch football with, if his team lost, he wouldn't watch football the rest of the day. Oh, no. Like, just calm down. He acted like he was on the squad or something. So... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's let me look. Because Sunday after my team lost, I was like, just let me cheer against Brady. And they lost, so I was happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So who do you think, I know it's early, going to make it to the Super Bowl? Or do you think we're going to make it to the end of the season with COVID? I know most teams don't have fans, but I yeah. heard Kansas City, which had fans like the opener, mm-hmm. had a small outbreak from some of the people that were at the Yes, they only had like 20% of... It was like 17,000 people they had. I saw some article that said it had a small outbreak in the people that were sitting in the area after quarantine. So, but the other games I saw on Sunday, they didn't have fans. Denver had some fans at their game. So, I think that the season will go to the Super Bowl because it started. I do think that they're going to stop with the fans, though. I do think they're going to stop with that. Because unless the players start having an outbreak, which they're not. They get tested. Right then there's no reason for them to not play. So, which kind of goes to our thing about football being more complicated, right? Because how cool is it that the NBA has been in this amazing bubble? Mm-hmm. But they can do that, you know what I mean, with the number of teams and the number of players per team. Like, it's just not so many people. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't even know where the NFL would do something like that. I don't know, and I don't know how they could with so many players and yeah, staff. And I mean, you have to use one stadium. Let me tell you that Ram Stadium, that new five billion on, man on television. We okay, we have to go to a game there. Well, the yeah, Cowboys already played and got cash there. So I'm sure Mr. Jones said we had to be the first ones in that stadium to play that game with them just for us to get our booties whipped. But we have to go to a game there. Yeah. So I think the season will go to the Super Bowl for sure. Who do you think will make it? I mean, I know you want your team to make it, but realistically, who do you think is actually going to make it? I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Cowboys think they're going to win the Super Bowl every year. Exactly. I mean, realistically, so, though, who do you think is going to make this? Who do I think is going to be there for the AFC? Because we know who's going to be there from the NFC. Whatever. 
You know what? I'll do a number one and number two thing since we're good. All right. Number one in the NFC, the Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl. Number two, I'm going to go with Gosh, it's so early. Yeah, but still, you I'm trying to say preseason prediction, even though it's really not preseason, but early preseason. I know, but I'm just saying, but you know, who you think is going to make it. You never know, even if it was half the season is over with, you still don't know who's going to make it. That's why I love football. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go with Seattle. Okay. What about AFC? Now, this is my overall prediction. Besides the Cowboys winning, we're not talking about winning. I'm just telling you who's going to make it there right now. So, look, I'm we all know you're biased. Right. <laughs> but listen, I'm giving myself a little leeway, right? Uh-huh. Let's say Seattle make it. Mm-hmm. You could. I think that. I'm going to have to go with Chiefs is AFC, right? Yep. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl and then they're going to win again. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's some of the commentators when I was watching, you know, that was I don't know. I think going to be out of them, out of the U.S. and AFC. Um, yeah, but I don't think Baltimore is going to be. But you never know. Like That's why I like football any given Sunday. Okay. Even though Kansas, I think, is a better team. Yeah. That's true. You never know. Yeah. You never know. So, an NFC, honestly, think Who's gonna make NFC? I don't. There's some good teams in NFC. Who would make it? I think Saints got a good chance of going back. I think Breeze is tired of making it to the playoffs. I think he may gonna overcome. No, ma'am. Next. And who else would I pick in the NFC? I mean, you're biased. I'm actually objective. Cause First of all, the Saints is your team. No, that ain't my My team is the Eagles. The Saints, I'm just they thinking of who team could make it to the Seattle May. Them Seattle, Russell Wilson looking good. Yeah, but like I said, so many factors, and especially postseason, yeah. depending on where they play, too. Depends on where they play. So I'm thinking Saints or Seattle, my NFC picks. Now, NFC is Baltimore or Kansas, but who knows? Yeah, I'm excited. Who knows who will win? I don't know. will be in the end. 
I don't think it's going to be an NFC. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be an NFC East team. But who knows at all? One thing for sure, it ain't going to be the Eagles. Just had a- you never know. <laughs> you never know. People didn't think we were going to beat Tom Brady when we won the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, you never know. Why they play the game? Why they play the game? But I have no idea what this season is going to hold from yeah. what I've seen so far. And who knows? Do you think it's going to affect them or make it better for them that there wasn't a preseason? I think it's worse because they don't get the um, – because you can tell watching games on Sunday. Well, mm-hmm. last week. Because people – I mean, they're rusty. People couldn't tap mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Brady, which I'm glad they lost. But, you know, he was with a new team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy yeah. they lost. He was with a new team. I'm sure they're going to be better than. Yeah. So that actually was a decent game. But Yeah. I think you do realize, I mean, I always thought it was important, but preseason is important for people to get it together. And start mainly for like new players and rookies, and but although that Kansas City rookie, I forgot his name, that showed out when they played on last Thursday. I didn't watch the game. Not his name. It was a running position. It was a running back. Oops, he's good. Yeah, it's running back. Do you have a favorite football player? Of all time, who's your favorite football player of all time? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with like Emmett Smith. Why? Right. I like him, but why? Two reasons. I liked him on and off the field. So on the field, he was kind of like that precedent to these like hardcore, just mule running backs that we see now. You know what I mean? And so I just remember watching. I mean, and again, it just go back to the excitement of that team that won that Super Bowl. So I just felt like he had the most humble – let me say this, the least cocky. <laughs> Out of the Cowboys. He was the least cocky. But there was also, you know, a humbleness about him, right? Because you're talking Emmett, Dion, Michael, especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I just think from that team, his personality was my favorite player. And then when you see him now in life, and it's just kind of like, who has he continued to be since then? And so I love watching him and his relationship with his wife, him and Pat, and how they do their kids and their blended families. And then his walk in Christianity now and how they're just so faith-based and and just kind of like what they do to help other couples and just kind of seeing them together, you know. And hear their story, you know, they've been through ups and downs and she's been with him through you know, all this star football player shenanigans and stuff like that. But 
they're still together and they make it work. And so he's just somebody that I love on and off the field. That's why he's my favorite player of, of all time. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I don't have a favorite play. I can pick one. I mean, I love so many players for so many reasons. Yeah. You know, I was like, I had picked so many people I picked. Well, I love Walter Payton, even though okay. I'm not a Bears fan, but he has a Mississippi connection. And I just like what he stood for. And even after he passed away, you know, from Jackson State, because I'm from Mississippi, yeah. and uh-huh. his family, his foundation. He just seemed like an all-around good guy, and he was awesome on the field. And he went to HBCU and made it in the pros. I thought I like that thing. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, it speaks to your character if you have a Man of the Year award at named after you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a big deal. So, yeah. and I like Randall Cunningham. Eagles actually got him to sign my football when I went okay. to the draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And Britt Farb, I really, even though I'm not a Packers fan, mm-hmm. from Mississippi, and I always like the way he played. I like people who with, with heart, who like mm-hmm. give it all. Mm-hmm. I love, even though it's not football, basketball, I love AI. That's my guy. Oh, yeah. Like, give 120%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love Dungey too. I just love what he stands for. Yeah. His coaching and uh-huh. his security work and he's just a good all around person. Yeah. And Reggie White too, even though he passed away. He's just uh-huh. a good all around person too. Yeah. I love Tri Palomalo, I love him too, actually. Still. <laughs> He's just got heart too, and I like him. He's just like he played in his life, his faith too. I appreciate that. And me and my brother were supposed to go to the Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony this year, but COVID. Because my brother is a diehard Steelers fan, right? Right. And he was gonna go. So, and he claimed he was gonna hook us up with some VIP little press passes and all that. Okay. Well, no. listen, go on and get the extra one so I can be there whenever it happens. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, the Steelers is my number five team. <laughs> they be like, why? And the promise ceremony is cool. I went, I'm not go two years ago. Uh-huh. It, was, it was awesome. It would be lovely to VIP and to do the whole weekend. I just did yeah. the ceremony and the speeches. It was pretty awesome so, okay so speaking of vip when the eagles went to the super bowl why didn't you go i was on my way to japan to ski and i, I changed my flight and paid too much money to change it because i didn't want to be stuck on a plane because i didn't know if i could see it because i actually called the airlines to see if they were going to air. Remember you on your so I just changed my flight and I was in California. Yeah. And I missed the um well, and I don't know if I could afford it to go to Super Bowl anyway. <laughs> but I would have went to parade, but I still was in Japan. So I'm just yeah, that's right. I saw the game. 
all the game. So I was happy, but yeah. So yeah, so that's where I was. See, I feel like I would charge it. <laughs> I looked last year. I think the cheapest season. These were nose blades. The nose people are like five thousand dollars. Well, I think they were more. They were like I thought they were more than that when I looked, and this Probably. was last, and they were higher last year than the year before last. And I'm like, I couldn't afford that. Listen, I'm just gonna be around here rolling up pennies, okay? And that trip was like a trip of lifetime too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Japan is, you know, I missed it. I missed the day, I should say. Question for you: If you could meet and talk to any present day player, who would it be and why? Present day player. Present. Somebody still in the league. I'm really trying to think about this. Um. Present day player. So I'm running through people in my mind. Running through the teams in my mind. And I'm seriously trying to pick a non cowboy. Like I'm purposely picking a non cowboy in my mind. See, my person, you would be surprised after I tell you. I feel like I can guess who your person is going to be. So I'm going to tell you, I won't guess. No idea who I you probably would not guess in, in 10 million years who my person is. Because <laughs> you're saying present day player. Okay. Just, give me one second. Give me one second. Let me just think. Present day. I'm going to go with. Honestly, the most curious person, <laughs> it's a tie. Okay, that's good. <laughs> the first one would be Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I really love Russell Wilson. I mean, just his personality. You know, he played at NC State for like a half a second. Mm-hmm. You play baseball for a minute too. Yeah, and just how he is able to—he has a consistent personality. Mm-hmm. And and again, I'm always looking at like off the field too, right? And so, again, knowing that marriages aren't perfect, relationships aren't perfect, but. Him and Sierra together are just like a cute. It's just so cute. Amazing. And I think part of it is that I just want him to bring win. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I want to meet you, but I also want to meet win. (laughs) It's it's just already so adorable. You know what I mean? That would be a dream of mine to like just go, like go to their house post COVID and just like sit. And talk to them and just talk about like football and like what it takes and how he prepares and stuff like that. And then actually my other person would be it would have to be Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Why? But let me tell you, it's like how do you granted Belichick being the coach, but what does it take to be a leader? 
to win that many times with so much different personnel. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you as a leader manage that, right? When really you're the consistent person, basically, you and your coach. Mm -hmm. And that's like a business thing, right? Like, even though it's football, but just like in business, it's like, how do you build something that is going to be long lasting and consistent and legendary? Mm-hmm. You have so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Those would be my two. So who would you think I would pick? I'm just I'll curious. go to Dak. Who? Dak Prescott. <laughs> Why? No, you are you kidding? You're kidding, right? I am kidding. <laughs> now, who would you really think, though? I'm just curious. No, I don't know. I don't know. I was just kidding. Oh, okay, okay. Well, see, as funny, I would pick Tom Brady, too, even though I hate him. I've hated him. I've hated him <laughs> since when I was in grad school. When they came up with the tuck rule, that game. I've hated Tom Brady That's since bad. then, and they beat the Raiders, and they shouldn't have. I hated him since then, but I would love to pick, like, he's not perfect, but he's like, over the years, it's like he wins, and he wins consistent, and I would like to know, like, how he prepares, and how Mm -hmm. over the years, and his body's aging, he's still winning different ways, and I would just want to know how, like, he goes about that whole process, the whole just his whole training, his whole mindset mm-hmm. to win. I, I see. We are kindred spirits. We can get a twofer. Even though I hate him. Maybe but we can get him on the squad. <laughs> Who do you think will have a better season, Brady or Belichick? Oh, Belichick. You think so overall? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> he Definitely key. I don't know. I don't know, even though you know they lost. I don't know yet. Who did they play Sunday anyway? I don't even remember. Who did they play? Yeah. Oh, Miami. Is it Miami? I can't remember, but I don't know. I think Brady's gonna have a better season, actually. We're gonna see. And so. We're going to see. So, another question. Yeah. Doug Williams, when he won the Super Bowl in 1988 as the first African-American football player, did you see the game? And if so, no. I saw the game and I remember I remember the moment when they won they beat Denver Broncos and there's supposed mm-hmm. to be a documentary I'm not oh, sure it's supposed to be by um, Will Packer who went to school with me I put a plug in there uh-huh. <laughs> but it's supposed to be a documentary about him which I'm excited to see because he actually being the first in 1988 which is like I would consider it should have been earlier than that, considering how long football's been around. Oh yeah, the fact that he's still in football, 
and I guess I guess worked for the Redskins in the front office now. Mm -hmm. Pretty impressive story. Can't wait to see his documentary. Yeah, for sure. So, do you watch like the Football Life? And yeah, even when I I can't see it. I take football life and then I text my brother and my godson because my godson, even though he wasn't around, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll watch it on like YouTube, especially if it's like a stiller person. So, with that being said, what was your favorite episode? My favorite episode? Hmm, that's so many. What was my favorite episode? Mm-hmm. Let me think. Because we kind of got a theme going here and I'm gonna tell you who mine is. Who was my favorite? Let me think. I think who was my favorite? Probably it's like me, John Green with the Steelers. See, now I'm gonna have to go back to Belichick because I felt like <laughs> I'm like, who is this dude that is like stoned, like on Sunday? You know what I mean, like. Sit up there doing press conferences, no inflection in his voice, nothing. And we're gonna get ready for next week. <laughs> right. And to see like his whole life and like his family and his house and him on the boat. I'm like, okay. This guy, he got a little you could cause you're like, is he alone? Like who? You know, but he, it was good to see him in his personal element. And that was like one of my favorites. Well, he reminds me, even though they're different people, but Nick Saban is like that with college football. He's like, well, you would say he has a dynasty. And even when people but, ask him yeah. random stuff, he's like, let's talk about the game. It's just like he's just so focused into yeah. winning, which I can appreciate greatness, even though people hate on Nick Saban, not me because I'm a Bama fan, but I appreciate greatness. Oh, wow. I may hate it. I've been a Bama fan since Mark Ingram won the Heisman. Okay. And I wasn't even like, since he won the Heisman, and I was like, I started following Bama. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I still cheer for him. He's still with Baltimore. What are your best football memories? Like game or just a memory? Could be unrelated to football. Game could be an experience. Best football memory. Game that you were actually there. Game and a memory. It's two separate things. Or it could be the same. If the game was the, your favorite memory. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to go back to, again, back to those 95 Cowboys when we won that Super Bowl, right? Because, you know, here I am, like I said, dating this guy, and that's his team, and, like, I'm learning the game through him. And then that ends up in a Super Bowl win. Like, that watching and cheering for my team right in the super bowl (laughs) and them winning to me that was definitely 
my most exciting moment. And it just propelled me from. That's from what made Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what we all go for in the end, right? Is that championship, right? So even though I haven't had it since, <laughs> that was, listen, I'm still riding on that. They were and all the rest of the cowboy fans of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I know, mean, right? Favorite game? I feel anybody. I feel bad for anybody who's been a fan since after that, or became a fan after. Favorite game is definitely probably going to be, you know, my first time in the old Cowboy Stadium. The old one. Yeah. Okay. Not the new, not the new Jerry's world. No, because it was my first game stadium game. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I don't remember who we played, but I just remember that experience of like, wow, how different football is live than on TV. Yeah, so so different. Ain't no playbacks. Ain't no announcer telling you what just happened. Ain't I know. No you gotta, wrong. We gotta pay attention unless you watch. Unless they have playback on the right. screen. <laughs> you know, Tony Romo's not there to be like, now watch out for this. I know he's. The, I feel like he is like a psychic. He's the best commentator, even though I was not a fan as a quarterback. But he is the best commentator. <laughs> he's in. He's amazing. Yeah. I like he's like psychic. He's like, oh, this is about to happen. And it happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are my top two. And then after that, honestly, we, you know, I enjoy like going to the games like with my friends and those memories of like, I look when the schedule comes out now, like not this year, but like I look to see when the Eagles and the Cowboys are gonna play, and then we text each other and we're like, "Okay, are we gonna go to the game? Like, are we going to Dallas? Are we going to Philly? Like, we try to go New Year, you know." But I like the, you know, looking forward to. I like the memories of like going to the games. You know, my cousin is an Eagles fan, so. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy those times with like my friends who have those rival teams and then like we go to the games together. Those are my favorite moments. My favorite game was when we played the Bears in the playoffs. Was it 2019? Okay. Cody, he missed the field goal in like 10 seconds the game was over. And I'm like, we're not going to win this game. I'm like, he's going to make the field goal. And he did. Yeah. Everybody yeah. around me was like sad. And I was like, man, what? <laughs> <laughs> and my friend texted me like, get out of the stadium. I'm like, they're nice here. <laughs> my favorite game. That was actually. Okay. Yeah, that's exciting. That was fun, even though we lost. Yeah. 2019. And my favorite member, I have a few. Like, first time I went to Mike and Mike, I love Mike and Mike. I, I hate the show. Just ended. Yeah. When, when the drafts, all, all the NFL drafts were fun. All the ones in Chicago and the one in Philly were really nice. Yeah. And I took my godson to his first football game. It was one of my favorite memories, too. So, 
When the Steelers played the Saints, I took them to a playoff game. That was the second time. The first football game ever he went to was, I forget who the ones was playing. He wasn't as excited as when we went to the playoff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he was, it was a surprise, so he was excited. Oh, it was a Christmas present. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are your some of your football fantasies? Like Super Bowl is one of mine. I was like, oh. I was like, wait, what? What question is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. You're like, I'm letting on your bucket list of football. Like, I want to go back to the Hall of Fame, VIP style. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I want to go to all the major stadiums in the U or the major in the USA. Like those are my football, I guess, fantasies. You uh, take me I was fantasies. like, back <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely Super Bowl, Super Bowl for sure. And honestly, again, just being a fan. It doesn't necessarily have to be my team, you know what I mean? But just to be able to go to Super Bowl with an amazing, well, hopefully somebody else, maybe we can figure out some way to get some other tickets <laughs> somehow. But I think that would be amazing to go to. And then definitely the Hall of Fame. I haven't been there. You got to go. I love it. I want to go. And then here too, I'm also a stadium person, right? So I definitely want to go to a home Seahawks game. I want to go to a Green Bay game in the winter. I definitely want to go to that new Ram Stadium. Me too. I want to go to Atlanta too, Mercedes. And then I want to go to a Saints game in Tailgate. And I think those are really my only four as far as dream. Rams, Seattle. LA. LA. I wouldn't mind a Chiefs game because I have a family member who is a huge Chiefs fan. Like, he's been a Chiefs fan. Nowhere near bandwagon. Nowhere near. So I wouldn't mind going to a Chiefs game with him. I heard those were fun. Those were fun. I went in November last year. Yeah. It wasn't like dead or winter. It was 50 degrees. It was awesome. And yeah. one, too. So it was like the best. My cousin is, a, I feel bad for her because she's a Green Bay fan. But oh, it was God. And then we took a tour to the stadium. It was really fun. Yeah. So I would definitely want to do that. So those would be my fantasies. It was really fun. If you had a son, would you let him play football? I know there's a lot of controversy now with concussions and CTE and all that. For sure. But I don't know. I don't know how this would come to be or how I can make this work. But it's kind of like there would only be like certain people I wanted to play for. Mm Mm-hmm. And he would no, definitely. I'm talking about not play for him. You're talking, you're talking about NFL. I'm talking about football from Pee Wee to no, no. high school. No, to... I'd be like, no. Because here's the thing with Pee Wee. Because, <laughs> you know, here's the thing some of these NFL players have like camps, yeah. right? Different ages and stuff yeah. like that. I'd be like, no, nah, you got to go to 
so-and-so training camp before you can get out here with these little peewee people. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. It would have to be, like, already starting with how to properly tackle and stuff like that. I think Gruden runs a camp that people talk about for kids that's, like, really good about, like, really how to play really safe, safe football. Mm-hmm. I think it's Gruden. Don't quote me, though. So I tell that to say is that I would want to make sure my son was playing for someone who really took, like, safety precautions with football. That makes sense. Right, and not just, like, trying to win the game. And, tear. and then also, I don't, to your point, I don't think I would want him to play peewee. Okay. And I know it starts early, but if he was really interested, there are other things you can do early on, like, to prepare your body, right, for, like. Yeah, I mean, others, but, like, most people who make it to the pros yeah. play multiple sports because you get exactly. all these injuries exactly. from just playing one, right. like, these overuse injuries from playing one sport. Exactly. Especially around. So maybe we start with, like, soccer. Or baseball. Baseball, track, you know. Yeah. Track is good because it'd be fast. Yeah, exactly. Then you move into other things. But I would. And I like what the companies like the Nikes of the world are doing as far as like, you know, safety protocols with like the helmets and the equipment. And, you know, now they're just not making like assembly line equipment anymore. Like it's to that athlete's body, physique. You know, mm-hmm. it's specific to them. Like, mm-hmm. this is not their helmet just because they grabbed it off the rack and it's their helmet, mm-hmm. right? It's like they've been fitted mm-hmm. for their equipment. And I mm-hmm. think that helps with the safety too. If you could play professional football, what position would you play? Center. <laughs> so, like, you like what? That's all I got. Snaps. <laughs> That's all you got to snap. See, I would want to be a corner. I want to hit people, but I want to be fast. You know, like, because you got to be fast to catch them, and then I want to intercept and be able to you know, make pick six. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All I got is snaps. I can't be messing with none of this. Man, these jokers be hitting hard and fast. I, I want to hit people. See, I want to hit people. <laughs> no. Other than that, you know, I'll probably get, I'll get fined. <laughs> no, no, listen. And I can't think about it now. Who's the one that uh, positions the ball when they snap it for the kicker? <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know what the actual name is. I know Tony Romo did that one game. But I don't even know their position. You know what I'm talking I about. Know that now. Yeah, I know, but I don't know the name of that person. I'm there for that, too. I'm yeah, I wouldn't want to do that either, though. Mm-mm. I'm here for that. Sometimes the punter does that, because sometimes the punter does that. Because I remember when I went to this Bears football lady thing, punter was talking about how he sometimes held the ball for the kicker, which I don't know if that was just a couple of times or what, but yeah. I thought it was interesting. What's your favorite? Go ahead. 
No, what's my favorite word? Football movie. Or do you have one? I don't have one. Favorite football movie? I don't have one. See, I like Remembering Titans, but it's a football movie, but it's sad and Denzel. Yeah. I like Concussion, you know, it's sad, but I thought Will Smith did a great job in that yeah. movie. And it was very informative and educational. It really fascinated me. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick now, I would say Any Given Day. Any Given, any given Sunday. Sunday. I love that movie, too. Yeah, Any Given Sunday. Probably. <laughs> and then, you know, Jerry Maguire. I like the quotes from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that movie was funny. That show me the money is classic. Yeah, yeah. That's true, though. That's true. Yeah. They played them parts. They did. They did. But yeah, definitely any given Sunday. Those are the two that come to mind that I like. I can watch over and over again. Yeah, which I have somebody to watch that again. (laughs) Yeah. And they're both funny, you know what I mean? Yeah, I need to laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, watch that today. (laughs) (laughs) So, any last minute words before we end today about football and your love of football? (laughs) Last minute words. I hope I want to go to a game this year. I know COVID and all, but I really want to go to one football game. It doesn't really even matter who plays. I just want to go to a football game. <laughs> it could be a Bears game. It could be. I yeah. just want to go to a football game. What condition would you go under, though? Now, so let's talk about that football and COVID. Like, what would it take for you to go to the game? I've heard different things like so for example like in Kansas they did like the pods I'm curious to see what the Cowboys are going to do because you know Jerry yeah, but they're going to have fans I mean ultimately no, no, we going to have fans with COVID and, and Texas is bad I mean Listen, just in general Jerry Jones said we have a fan so I'm curious to see how they're going to do it but what would it take you like what would you want to see before I go to the game to go, it would need to be like ten percent capacity. Okay, and I need to be around people I know. I mean, I don't want to be around random people because that would make me nervous. And people need to have my mask. Outside is probably better than say a dome, though. Just mm-hmm. like Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. In Kansas City, I thought, but when I saw people, I mean, it seemed like the people that were together were together, but like coming in and, you know, and mm-hmm. that part and going to your seats, if it's a crowd, because even though it's only 20%, that's still a lot of people. Like For sure. There was still 17,000 people. That's still a lot of people. So the domes would scare me, like, well, Jerry, I guess they could open the roof, but. Mm-hmm. Like New Orleans Dome and then all the domes around here. So, like Minnesota has a dome. I would want to go to a dome. I would want to go to an outdoor something. Gotcha. 
last football word. No, I would just say, I mean, thank you for this conversation. It was interesting to kind of talk it out and really talk about like why you love things. To your point, it's the ultimate team sport. It's it's just so faceted and it's just one of the things that it's nice just to not have to think about it and just enjoy something. I think that, you know, we're both in careers where we work so hard, like many people. And I think that's just what the love of sports is all about anyway, right? It's entertainment. It's a break from life, even though it's, it's entertainment. And it's great to cheer and have that anxiety and that back and forth and for the love of the game. It's good. It makes it a good day when your team wins, so. It does. Yay it really, it really does. Yay football. So, another question, which is random. Yeah. Would you date or be serious about someone who didn't like football? Yeah. I'd say no, but I'd never say never. But anyway. So, I'm going to say yes. Only if, but see here, yes, but. He had to let you watch it. He got to be okay with me watching it. He got to be okay with me watching it. He got to be okay with me going to the games with my girls. He got to be okay with me, like, being like, okay, I'm going down here to meet so-and-so at the bar. Like, if you're going to try to stifle me and my love of it, then that's not going to happen. And I think the reverse is true for women who have men that like their game. Like, you got to let them, those people have their time. I mean, if you're not into it, then that's on you. So I'm okay with it. I mean, would I love for him to enjoy it with me? Absolutely. But I have enough friends that love it. That's one thing that I could not do with my spouse, and I'd be okay with it. Sure. I mean, I I can watch football by myself and be happy. But But don't have no attitude when I ain't coming home. Don't be listening. It's going to be some rules around Sunday football in the house, just so he know. <laughs> <laughs> like, dinner time will not be when the Cowboys are playing. So and Don't touch my remote control. It's <laughs> not going to be on the side. And you're going to be fans for Sunday football. <laughs> like, so, you know, hey, that's my only thing with that. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. This was so awesome. So awesome. I can't wait to uh, hear your other guests and your other topics and the things that you guys talk about. This is exciting. Thank you. Thank you. And see, you know what? It goes with your theme. Watching football is cheaper than therapy. That's so true. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, my dear... So good talking to you too, today. That wraps up this episode of Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please, if you already haven't, download Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or however you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or possible show topics, please email Ronin is cheaper than therapy, OLB, 
omahalovebrown at gmail.com. Again, that is running is cheaper than therapy. O as in Omaha, L as in love, B as in brown at gmail.com. Dr. Brown can also be reached via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Handle we OUI life L I V E. We OUI love L O V E. Again, we OUI life L I V E. We OUI love. Thank you and please tune in again.